Here we welcome. are. Welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. We've aged <laughs> one year. It is now 2023. Now it's 2022 and we are we are getting ready to talk about our top 10 songs of 2022. Each of us. I feel like we need one of those like horn sound effects. Like, you got one? I feel like you got one. You definitely have that. Come on. Uh, 2022. Maybe this one. No, that's not it. Never mind. <laughs> I think that sums up 2022 pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. Oh, so nice. I like the little like ticker on the bottom. Oh, For those who are who are listening and not actually watching, there's a little ticker on the bottom that says I'm also gonna add this to our YouTube of 2022. Oh, I guess that too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we're here to talk about our favorite songs. Each of us have chosen 10 songs, but we're gonna split it up so everyone can hear a variety and not just like all of Benjamin's terrible music left and right. <laughs> just kidding. It's horrible. I it's- mean Horrible. There's a lot of bleed over from all of all of us. I'm sure a little bit. So, yeah. no, we only had one song that we all chose, which we'll get into later. Well, I mean, like bands, like some of the bands that we chose are probably the same, but not that many uh, actually. Yeah, see, not as much as you might think there, Benny. There's uh, one band I... you guys both chose one. I do want to preface this before we start. You might be shocked by some of my choices because I do this, and I wasn't expecting you guys to do this. When yeah. I make my top 10 songs of the year, I do not include a single song from any of my top 10 albums because they get their own oh, spotlight. Nice. Uh, oh, I think yeah. I, I preliminarily started my top 10 albums. And I think there's like one or two bleed over for my top 10 songs, but the rest of the albums may not be in my top 10 songs. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, Let's get into this. Now. Let's get into this. We got 30 songs to go through. Jen. Oh, yeah, we do. Get it going. Do it. All right. So first, we're starting with Benjamin, and his number ten is—is is it Pool Kids? Is the band? Yeah, I, I, the yeah. Songs is conscious uncoupling, 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 uncoupling. I never want to hear that tone of voice again. I never want to see that stupid look on your face again. All right, so I have something to admit. Um, I only recently heard this song. I'm that my actual nine and ten are very recent. Uh, I guess like listens. Um, that I just like just like loved. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I kind of had the same mentality as you guys did, where I didn't want to like put a lot of like songs that I had top albums because, I mean, we're gonna be talking about those albums at length. I probably I featured eight. So. Um, again, I just I like, I like the intro, especially. It just it seemed like very like, like, like angsty, and uh, and I love, like, as you guys know, I love like female fronted like, like like projects and bands. So it just seemed very like a uh, not quite pop funky, but just like it's very angsty, and it's like and I I just like I love love the sound of it. It has almost like a little bit of a Paramore kind of vibe to it, in terms in terms of like a uh, Haley. It almost sounds like Haley's voice a little bit in that in that song. Or who? Yeah, I mean that's kind of the vibe I got. No, for sure. Mm. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Nice. nice I'm excited because as I was putting this list together, I didn't on purpose listen to any of you guys' songs because you both have a handful of songs I have not even heard. Ooh. So I'm excited to actually like really listen to this playlist after the podcast. Like I'm getting demos of them now, like everyone else. But by the way, listeners, this playlist will be available on our website and our stream yard and our whatever. (laughs) 
No way. You can listen to this podcast when this comes as a out. podcast. <laughs> or you can listen. No, I'm sorry. You can listen to this playlist right away by going to besideourselves.com. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, right. uh, Daniel, what's what's your number 10 song of the year? My number 10 is The Last Gang. This band almost made my top 10 albums. It just squeaked out barely because I do love this whole album. But the song I chose is Noise, Noise, Noise. Sounds like something that uh, Jane signed off. was like, noise, 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 yep. noise. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, So yeah, this is a sweet, I don't know, it's, you can automatically tell it's produced by Tim Armstrong, and it's very, it's got that, like, almost Distillers vibe, yeah. but it's more chill than Distillers, but I love this whole album. The The album's called Noise, 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 and that song's called Noise, 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 and it's real. Is, no- that, a, is that a full female band, or is that just a female lead singer? I know there's a couple females, but I don't know if it's a full female. Mm. Uh, right on. I uh I want to check them out for sure. Interesting. What's uh what's your number ten there, uh, Bigga Shakuni? <laughs> Bigga Bigga Shakuni. <laughs> I hate you both. It's a uh, Post wrapped around your finger. I gotta be honest with you guys. Um, I was kind of surprised myself that I put this in my top ten because mm-hmm. I kind of have a love hate relationship with Post Malone. Um, but there was a time. I mean, because here's the thing with Post Malone, as a as a quick aside, is that he's never had really any type of consistent albums. I, I own one of his albums on vinyl, and it was really only for like one or two songs I really really enjoyed, and it was his uh, album called Hollywood's Bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only song I liked on it was Circles, which I thought was like a solid track. And it had like kind of like this sort of like beachy summary sort of vibe to it. And this song kind of had that same sort of vibe to it, which is kind of the reason why I gravitated towards it. But what sold me for Post Malone more recently is I listened to an interview he did with Howard Stern. Um, and in full transparency, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. Um, sure. Yeah. So anyways, uh, he did an interview with them and he was talking about his musical influences and he basically said that the only reason why he started producing music was because he heard a Nirvana record when he was seven years old and it just automatically convinced him to start making music. Mm. Uh, so it was so Kurt Cobain is what influenced him to make music. And honestly, he's a very atten- uh, accomplished guitarist, too, which is pretty shocking. Um, and for all intents and purposes, he kind of scratched that same little emo vibe that I think we find in, in most modern emo music or, or sure. pop music. For that matter it's just more with a sort of pop twist um this record by the way is garbage uh just just <laughs> i'm just saying yeah 12 12 carat toothache is a horrible horrible album I'm, I'm thinking like it's like on a scale of one to ten it's like a two it's really really bad but um it's not for lack of trying it's just it just it didn't come together cohesively in whatever mixing or mastering um sure. but this song is a huge standout and I really, really like it. It's, it's got a nice kind of chill sort of vibe to it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's something I can just imagine popping on like during the summertime, just kind of just cruising around. And no, for uh, sure. You know, I don't see, I don't really, 
I don't listen to a lot of Post Malone, um, but I mean, I do like follow him um, online. He just seems like a, like a cool guy. Like whenever he's like, interacting with fans too, he just seems like a cool guy. He um, is. He's a genuinely solid dude. I I know friends of mine who work in the music industry and have interacted with him on a few different occasions. Was he done like radio appearances? Sure. And said that he's super down to earth. He's super chill. He doesn't get involved because keep in mind, Post Malone kind of bills himself as like the the emo answer to hip hop, if you will. Uh, yeah. because, because that's, that's what he builds himself as, as like a rapper, but he's not really one, I guess. I don't know. Anyways. But, uh, every, every time that he, uh, people have talked to him, he's like super humble, very, uh, he's very, uh, polite, like overly polite, like where he calls everyone, sir or ma'am, like whenever he's around them. Yeah. yeah. So like, he's a genuine, he's a, he's a genuine softie and seems like a good dude. And, uh, I wish him. I wish ho- I hope his next record is better than this last one because it was not good. But I do want to say, basically, on the back of both of you, his yeah. music's not for me. No, like, totally. I don't like almost any of his music. However, I think that guy is cool as shit. He is. Like he seems <laughs> yeah. so cool. Like I, I have nothing against him. I don't own anything by him. And I would no, love same. to hang out with him and play Magic because he plays Magic oh, yeah. Gathering, and I do too. So I mean, would be surprised if he had like a like a some emo punk band before. He, I, I think I heard that somewhere that he, he had a band of some sort, and it wouldn't be surprised if it was emo. I'm not, I'm not for a fact, but I wouldn't be surprised he, if he had like an emo band before this. So if I remember correctly from the interview, he still has it. Uh, oh. it's, it so like. They never like released anything like on you know oh, it's like a full yeah. studio album by any means, but he has a band that he he jams out with that doesn't do his music and like they just do like covers of like Nirvana and like Soundgarden and Smash. I think I've seen like him that. do covers of Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's like I said he's a very very talented dude. He did like a live stream during COVID for like twenty four hours and raised a bunch of money for like I think cancer research or something like that. So it's like the guy, the guy Post Malone being so cool. I know, right? Like a solid dude, honestly. All right. So anyway, that's the reason why he made my top 10 this year. Cool. All right. Uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. What is your number nine? It seems to be a doorknob confessional, not dashboard. That's confusing. Yeah. So uh, future teens. Um, and this is, again, my second like random pick that I just recently um, found and I really enjoyed. Um, so you can go ahead and play it. All right. Here you go. In- or else the pipes will freeze It's colder in my living room Than it is outside No matter when I get out of bed I'll still be this tired I'm always halfway between Sleeping up all night I mean... That's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, again, like I, I almost like once I heard this song, I'm like, I have to go and buy this. Cause he, uh, he, it's only, I think it was like, it was like 18, it was like 18 to 20, like 22 bucks. Uh, uh, I think it's on triple, triple crown records. Okay. Um, but again, um, like right off, right out of the gate. And this whole, actually, this whole album is actually like really, really, really good too. And the same with the one that I, um, I had before, they both have pretty solid albums, and, and and so I mean, I definitely would. I mean, I'm not quite sure if they're gonna make my top like ten album contender. However, like I just think the intro to that song is just like just beautiful, and I I, I couldn't I could not like put on my top ten. No, I don't know awesome. why, but I'm getting I don't know why I'm getting like some cranberries kind of vibes off of I it. I could see mm-hmm. that. I could see that. Yeah, 
It's good. I like I it. Let me some cranberries, as you guys know. So, rest in peace. Yeah. So, Taurus. Um, my next song. This Avril Lavigne came out with an album this year, and it would have made my top ten because I loved it when it first came out. Like yeah. I haven't, I haven't loved an Avril Lavigne album in a long time. The reason it didn't is because it didn't stand the test of time. You know when you, because that came out in like February, and I stopped listening to it around midsummer. There was a lot wow. of things going on, and I went back to it when I'm making my list. I'm like, I still like a few songs, but it's not as high up as before. I get it. You, you, you let it go. You, you just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So let I chose the song Bite Me because <laughs> this song did stick with me. I've listened to this song quite a bit. It did make my Spotify top 50 or whatever. Okay. Oh, nice. So, so yeah. here's Never Levine with Bite Me. Wish I was your wifey. Don't act so innocent. This was no accident. You planned this in the end, and now it's over. I mean, I mean, I gave my spiel kind of beforehand. I keep doing that, but <laughs> I, I really did enjoy this album. There's at least five tracks I still enjoy, and it just got released on vinyl in the past week. So I will probably pick it up. And like I said, I haven't liked Avril Lavigne in a very, very long time. I'm not ashamed to say it. I liked it. <laughs> no, 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 awesome, man. Like, I mean, again, I, I think it's pretty catchy. I mean, that's, I mean, I think, I think all of us have. I mean, at least I have like a certain like 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 La Bravo. Um, I mean, again, I haven't really followed her music. I mean, I, again, I'll be honest. Like, I think what was after there was Let Go, then after Let Go, there was. Uh oh, God! Now you're asking me to remember Avril Lavigne albums. I mean, I can't remember. Well, uh, I, again, that's how much I was into it, obviously. <laughs> um, but I remember, I remember liking some of the songs after that, like on that album, whatever album that was. But I haven't really followed anything from her um, since then. Yeah, but um, this one's got like Travis Barker drumming on everything, like he does, and then Mark Hoppus has a feature on this album. And I, it's I don't know. It's produced more of a rock too? album, huh? Doesn't like Youngblood have a a permanent too? Black Bear. Black Bear? Black Bear's on there and that's a good song. There is a song with uh Douchebag. Can't remember. With Douchebag? Oh, that's like my favorite artist. No, you know who I'm talking about. Ticket to my downfall. Oh, uh, f- oh God. <laughs> I can't think uh, of the name right now and I don't care to. Yeah, that that fucking Well, I thought you were purposely like not saying his name. No, no, no. I just I, really can't remember his name. What is it, Benny? MGK. Oh, okay, that, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, yeah. Machine yeah. Gun Kelly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's mine. Uh, I think it's time for Shakuna to uh, drop it. Yeah, this, this is... is... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. This, this is brand new music from uh, Stop, Drop, Rewind. This uh, this made my number nine, and the song's called Hold It Over Me. I just want to tell you Ah. this song this this song so this song uh, 
this song. So Stop, <laughs> Drop, Rewind is a, uh, they're an indie band. They are based out of, I thought they were based out of a Michigan originally, uh, but it turns out they're from Indiana. So I am. Ew. I, I, yeah, I'm way off base. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, but uh, this band, uh, so I saw them on TikTok originally, or at least their bass guitarist on TikTok. Uh, we became friends. And he introduced me to some of his tunes, and man, just the, their whole EP is just solid all the way through. It's got a, it's got a good punk pock, uh, punk punk pock, punk, punk pock, <laughs> yeah, punk pock. It's got a good punk pock feel, uh, a good punk pop feel uh, to it. And uh, the one thing I really appreciate about it is the bass. Uh, the bassist is kind of like a, a math nerd, so he does like all these like weird uh, subdivisions with all of his uh, all of his uh, intonations and notes and stuff like that. And he's like big into math rock and a bunch of other stuff. So, um, but yeah, their uh, their EP called Heavy Love is really really good, and uh, that's the first track on the album. And it's you know just what's better? Solid. What's that? Uh, their new song that just dropped, Dinosaur Bones. Oh, it wait. dropped like yesterday. Did it really? Oh shit! I he made listened. a TikTok about it, and I went and listened to it. And I was like, "This song is amazing." I'm telling you, this band is going to go somewhere. I I got to love we'll to have new... them on the podcast before they do. Same. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually in talking right now to see if I can get him on. I'm, I'm going to try and make it happen, but, uh, yeah, I think this band's going to go somewhere and, uh, I hope they do because they got a lot of talent and, uh, they seem like got their, uh, their head on their shoulders. Good. So, oh no, I think it's going to be good. Cool. All right, next up we have Benny's choice. Uh, speaking of 2022, it is LS Dunes. LS Dunes. Yes. The, uh, LS super group. Um, again, I'm probably going to butcher like. Like what bands they're from, but I believe it's, it's so Circus Survive, mm -hmm. uh, like like Thursday, Coheed, mm -hmm. and My Chem. Yeah, Frank, uh, you're correct. Yeah, and I'm missing someone, aren't I? Or is it? No, I think there's two members of. It's a four piece. Is it a four piece? I, I thought it was five piece. piece. I thought Anthony it was Green, Frank, uh, Frankie Rowe, Travis, Stever, um, Tim, Tim Payne, and Tucker. Yeah, rule. Yeah, but two of the members are from one band. I don't remember oh, which there band has okay. two. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, again, I was pretty. Excited. You named all the bands, though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was pretty excited to see, like, uh, like get this album in vinyl um, because it looks super rad too. Um, and I love this whole album. I mean, like, again, it's a and I kind of had to pick from the album and that I can pick this song and hopefully I'm sure you guys have heard it, but hopefully you guys enjoy it. I'm not afraid to try. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, as I kind of spoken before, um, I definitely am a fan of like all the bands that these guys are like originally from. And I'm always like a like, game for like a super group. Um, and I love the vocals. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely am a fan. Um right out of the gate of hearing that man's vocals. So you want to know an embarrassing fact? What's that? I enjoyed the singles we heard a lot. Mm -hmm. I pre-ordered the album. I opened the album. I cleaned the album. I put it in sleeves. I have not listened to the album. I have not listened to LS Dune yet. I need to sit down. That's why it's probably not on any of my lists yet mm -hmm. because I haven't listened to it. Like I know I'm going to like it because I like the songs I've heard. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's uh, so good. Really, really good. It it has it. It feels like every member of that band has contributed something to the project that mm -hmm. is uniquely their own. 
but yet it all comes together like a like a nice uh what's what uh, like a nice s'mores you know like a graham cracker the chocolate and the, and the marshmallow they just all sing together mm-hmm. and this album just feels very much like that it doesn't feel like one artist is contributing more of their own style and sound than the other um and it all comes together just chef's kiss it's it's really really good so uh yeah. so daniel yes. what, what, what's, your, what's your number uh this will be your number eight I believe. It is my number eight. Yeah. This is a funny one. So I like synthwave. I like dark and gloomy music and synthesizers just covering up everything. And then I found this song later earlier this year, I think on one of our our music Mondays. And I've listened to it so much since then. It's ridiculous, but I love it. It is dead on Sunday and it is covering Damn It by Blink-182. So yeah, <laughs> I love, I love that. I love it. I've listened to it so much. I, I don't know why, but I'm just picturing like the goth kids from South Park listening to that and be like, yep. it's really good, man. <laughs> But yeah, it, it I listened to it so much that it had to make my list because I was like, I love the feel of the song. <laughs> yeah, a cover song made my list. Weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you hated covers. Not yeah, every cover. hate cover songs. I hate cover albums that are just ah. albums. All right. Next up, we got Shakuna. Shakuna, what you got for us? Uh, I got uh, a brand new song from a, a band that we all either love and or hate. It's All Time Lows, Sleepwalking. So I know we had discussions about uh, how this new direction for All Time Low is either a bit jarring for some of us, but mm-hmm. I don't know why, but since we, I know when we premiered this on, speaking of New Music Monday that we do on TikTok every once in a while, which by the way, you guys should be totally listening to that. Um you know, no, no shameless plug or anything like that. But uh, the first time I heard it, I was super jazzed about it because it just it it scratched that right just kind of pop rock sort of itch for me mm-hmm. uh, recently. And I know you guys weren't exactly feeling it as much. No, we I, were. Oh, we loved it. Uh, well, I think it, it kind of grew. I'm not on trying me to call you out, Dan. I don't think you did. It might have grew on me too then because I do love that song. Yeah, because I actually this was on my radar as well. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't quite make my. Like, like, like top 10 but it definitely was on my radar so maybe i didn't like it at first but i definitely it definitely grew me after a couple of lessons so yeah so uh i've heard a few times now or since then uh on spotify as well as on like uh on satellite radio and just every time i hear it i just kind of just get i just get pumped on it i'm just like yeah i'm like hell yeah this is this is a this is a good driving track so um it, it's simplistic in its formula but man when, when it hits it hits just all the right notes so yeah, that's my uh, that's my number eight. I am excited oh. to hear their next album if this is the direction they're going. So same, I think it comes out pretty soon here. So we'll uh, we'll hope we'll see. Yeah. Next up, we have a Benjamin and his uh, number seven, "The Dangerous Summer." Sideways. I'm used to- 
A dangerous summer or the band that could have been um or the band that we, we, we could have seen um yeah i, I i'm still so like uh, upset <laughs> that we uh, couldn't see his band um and, and i guess his album and and these songs are live um but i'm really like a, a fan of this whole album especially this song i, I believe this song was the single uh, i think it was this or coming home um, i thought it was coming home, home. Which is the title track, um, uh, of course. Um, but uh, either way, um, I do love, love the song. Um, and and who knows, you might be hearing more of the Dangerous Summer um, in uh, in weeks to come from me. But I definitely enjoy the song, and I and overall I enjoy this band. I know we we all have uh, different opinions um, of the the past uh, <laughs> of this band. Well, uh, what are you talking about? You preface it but, right. But I feel like that they have landed in a good spot, um, like now, and I feel like this is probably like one of the best works. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that one, Benny. Uh, like I said, we, I kind of uh, I poo pooed the last uh, one that we reviewed, uh, but this one I've listened to a few more tracks since coming home on that album, and uh, I'm starting to like it more and more. Uh, so I'm kind of excited. I bought it on vinyl, so uh, I think I'm gonna give it like a proper listen, like sit down. Hit hit the hit the needle to the wax and and just uh, and and listen to it all the way through and and I'm hoping that uh, I will be pleasantly surprised as I was with uh, with other albums that I've listened to in its uh, entire discography uh, this year for sure. Word, word, Daniel, it's me. What what's what's your number seven this uh, this year? This year, my number seven is a band everyone needs to check out. They are called Proper with a period at the end of that. Um, it is an all-black punk rock band, and they talk about political and social issues, and they're just interesting. The whole album is solid, and it also just barely missed my top ten. Oh. Um, the song I chose was You Good and Media Res. Drinking heavy, which I can't afford. Bank account, and you don't want to check my credit score. Chasing equity is only left me. It is just, it's super raw. It sound the whole album is just so good. It touches on like some awesome subjects. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a just check out that whole album if you get a chance. You sold so, me. It sounds actually really freaking good. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see. Uh, so wait a second. So is that uh, a full length uh, LP for them? Uh, yeah. Okay, right on. Is that their first one? I don't know. I've never heard of them before this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. hold on. So the, the band's called Proper, but the yep. album is called what again? Oh, I don't remember. Hold on. Oh, I have it on vinyl, but that's across sorry. the room. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mean to call you out. I, I just was curious. Wow. Way to make me feel like crap. <laughs> it's called uh, The Great American Novel, I believe. And it's not their first album. They have a few albums oh. before that. But this, yeah, Great American Novel. Cool. Interesting. So yeah, check that out. Uh, Shakuna, excuse yeah. me. I think yeah, it is I, your turn. It is my turn. Uh, and this one, I got uh, a very special treat for you guys. Uh, we have listened to this song before on our New Music Monday. And the first time I heard it uh, on that, it's stuck with me ever since. And I can't stop listening to this artist in this album. 
Uh, this is a brand new track from Gene Dawson uh, featuring Earl Sweatshirt, which we all seem to love on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, the song is called uh, Bad Fruit with an asterisk for some odd reason, but whatever. I don't know why, but I get like such Bonnie Vare vibes off of this fucking song that it's it's just it's sugary sweet and beautiful. And the one thing I absolutely love about this song is that it builds. It builds from like a very just raw uh, guitar, just uh, guitar solo, uh, an acoustic guitar solo, and builds on this string and chorus and melody, and, and it just all comes together. And then Earl Sweatshirt just adds in this kind of weird sort of just kind of verse on top of it that just makes it this. I, dare I say almost like an opus of a song um, and uh, the rest of the album is very very good too uh, unfortunately didn't make my top 10 this year uh, but uh, in terms of like a concept album uh, dealing with about depression and uh, and drug addiction and loneliness it is a it's an amazing amazing record highly highly recommend it's it's frantic at times but goddamn, it's good uh, and it's also called Bad Fruit as well so if you haven't checked it out highly Sold recommend me. I don't want to. I don't mind giving this away. If you notice, there's nothing on my top ten about this album. Yeah, I have not stopped listening to this album since we found it that day. It's so good. I'm gonna tell you now. I'm not telling you where it is. It is on my top ten albums of the year. That last song, oh. "Pirate Radio," blows my mind. Oh, like God. I wanted to cry. Like I've listened yeah. to that repeat. It's this really album. Cool. I'm pissed that it's not on vinyl, and nothing seems to be like set in stone. I, I love this album we'll yeah, get into that more in the next episode but it's chaotic goodness <laughs> but good it, me. and it, it was so good. excited to see you put it on there because like we haven't talked about it since we did that new music monday mm. and i was like oh my god he loves it as much as i do we can actually <laughs> like i'm obsessed with this fucking album oh it's so good yeah it's it's very very well done and you can tell that like uh this artist is i mean you can tell that gene dawson's really kind of expanding himself this isn't his first record either uh, and I, list, I went back and listened to a few of his uh, albums prior to. I'm getting off on a tiny bit of a tangent here, but it's fine. Um, there's so much. He's grown up so much in this record that it, it feels like it's. It's. I. I feel like if he were to retire from making music, this would be the album for him to to, to end off on w- without question, and it would be the perfect send off for his career. Have you heard Menthol the song? I have. Yes. All right, because everyone in the chats, because I, I I went deep dive on this album. Oh, did you really? Nice. Yeah, okay. like I went to like Reddit and like I went to his Twitter and like everyone's like, I can't believe Menthol didn't make this album. And I was like, oh, I need to check out Menthol. But yeah. he does have one of his older albums finally getting pressed next year in February. Ooh, okay, but not well, this one. It will. I, I think it will. It, it's gotten it's a got lot. Of, it's gotten a lot of critical acclaim uh, this year. I think it's going to eventually get pressed. Also, uh, as a complete side note, too, uh, Lil Nas X needs to, to press Montero on the Yes, I fucking need that record as well. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yes. Oh, that makes me uh, mad thinking yeah, about that. Uh, same. Just fucking same. Anyways, uh, Benjamin, I believe we're yes. moving on to your number six, I believe. Yep. Yep. What, what, what do you so, got? So, I mean, this is a band that um, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I, get, I never really found them. As a younger, like, like I guess emo, like, like, like fan, um, mm-hmm. and then you guys, being the gentlemen and scholars that you are, we are, um, 
definitely uh, brought this into my life, and I've been listening like to like the album that this uh, that this track is on like, a lot, um, like and especially up to the point where we saw him live. Um, but yeah, so this is a uh, make it happen um, by the early November. Yeah, so I mean, I definitely like 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 loved a lot of tracks on on this record, but this is probably one of my favorites. I don't know about you guys, but I just love how how it sounds, and it just it just just makes me so happy. So you haven't gone back yet, have you? What, what was that? You, you haven't gone, gone back, back to older albums yet, have you? I mean, I have heard a few songs here and there, like from the like, old old collection, but not really. Um, what if so, I was going to completely rain on your parade and say that this was actually a remake of, uh, of, of a song from a previous album? <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was on either the mother, the mechanic in the path or you're totally fine picking it though. Cause it did come out this year on this album. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. No, uh, and... yeah, it's, yeah. It's a reimagining of, of a well, previous album. Then I'll go listen to that album. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Too. I mean, I'm going to, I did really love this album, but it is my least favorite early November album. But that's not saying, I mean, I love it. Sure. I've loved almost, I've really loved every early November album. And again, yeah. So I guess maybe like I'll have the same opinion. Maybe, maybe I won't. I don't Have you I heard Ever So Sweet this. yet? <sighs> Please tell me you've heard Ever So Sweet. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> well, we well, heard we played it at the show. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting really nervous there it's for a an second. emo staple. No. It is. It definitely is, but no, it's a. Uh, I mean, I didn't see that. that's why I'm I'm new, obviously, to yeah. to this band. That's why I had no idea that it was a it was a reimagining. Um, but uh, I loved it. So I do want to make you a mix of I can make a mess songs because I don't feel like that live show gave it justice. It. I know. Uh, I I think we collectively did not find that very enjoyable. I don't know. No, yeah, I can make a mess was not great. <laughs> Which well, is funny because it it's just him, but I know, right? Just, I mean, I, I love Ace, but yeah, that was not. Uh, that just wasn't it. Anyways, uh, right. mo- moving on. Uh, your number six there, Daniel. What what do you got for us? Some more female ska, Ooh. or not ska, like ska rock. I don't know that like Hellcat Records vibe that goes around. All right, so this is the Interrupters in the mirror, and this album also just barely missed my top ten. Oh man. So yeah, that album just like rocks. Like the whole thing is just energy galore. And I love the interrupters. I was not disappointed with this new album. So Dude, this is unreal. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're good. No, I was just saying I I loved it right out of the gate. I was like, holy shit. Oh, you got to hear the whole album. I want to hear so the whole good. album. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's all I had though. So, Shakuna, all yours. Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, I'll be uh, making a confession here. I've never heard the Interrupters before. And so, this is <sighs> a, a, yeah. So, uh, but that song sold me already. I'm, I'm interested to listen to the rest of it. So, I want to report back from both of you a text in like a week. You'll get one. You'll get one. <laughs> a week. I've never, I don't know. You got time, right? Right. I, 
one can hope uh anyways uh moving on to uh my number six yeah my way to copy six. benny no, I, I like how you both had number six the same band yeah it's very interesting that we both had early november songs for uh, our number six spot but uh this is one of those tracks that like uh i think really captures the vibe of the rooms too cold because i think it was recorded during that same session and god bless it's so good this is uh called dennis uh or yeah <laughs> If I'm right, and this song was actually supposed to be on the Rooms Too Cold sessions, uh, the fact that it didn't make the album actually kind of makes me mad because this song is so freaking good. Agreed. It yeah, it's just it's perfectly it's perfectly blended from just like chaotic and crazy to the beginning of it, and then it goes like in this nice little melodic swing, and it just feels like it should have been part of that album because a lot of those songs on that on that album are very similar in style and scope. Um, so, uh, mm. Ace, if you're listening to this podcast, which we all know you're not, but if you are, I need a response. Why did this not make the rooms too cold? I, I need answers. <laughs> I need answers. Thanks. All right. Next up, we have Benny's number five, a shocker to me. Cause I actually forgot this album. The song came out this year. <laughs> Same. Oh my goodness. Uh, so Benny's number five is my chemical romance foundations of decay. All right, so I put this on here because well, I do love MCR. However, like I just was so excited to hear like like new music from them. So I think that like that probably created a little bit of bias um, like, on me. Um, and I heard I heard it live, and it, it was pretty good. So I mean, I was think it better live? <laughs> That's right. You saw them live recently. So was it good? I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean, again, it was it was weird because I mean, I haven't I haven't seen them live in a long ass time i think since like 2003 so and what i was a song and i was lc okay i was i know but i was at l uh, lca so like the sound yeah was a little bit in eh, but i think the, the energy and like just like the performance was really good all song. right i feel like i'm coming off as a jerk but i <laughs> i want to know no just the way i was responding just now i think this song yeah, is fun I like the structure. I like the lyrics. I think the production isn't great. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one for sure. And I wanted to know live if it sounded better. I thought I did, but again, oh. I guess like, I haven't. Really, I only like think about that. So, but I mean, I would have to like probably experience it again and actually ha- like, like have that in mind. But I mean, again, I mean, I it, like it probably the- was a little bit biased because of I still like the song, so I don't care what you guys think. Screw you guys. No, I like um, the song. Yes, I'm doing him. Yeah, I like the song. I didn't even think about it being on this list, though, because, again, I just didn't like the production of the song. But like I said, I think it's a cool song. I just feel like I'm hoping when they put it on an album, it sounds like they remaster it or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
All right. Hey, uh, Daniel, what what is your number uh, five song for uh, for this year? Gas. Man, I didn't know if you were going to make it to me, but it's about damn, t- damn time. It's Lizzo about damn time. Oh no! Here. Oh. I'm here. I was trying to unmute myself, and I took myself out. Um, so I thought this song was fun. I still think it's amazing. I think the song is so fun, so mm. funky. So the groove is amazing. I bought the new Lizzo album, and the album doesn't hold up as well to the song. It's an oh, okay really? album. Bummer. Yeah, it's it's unfortunately a bit of a dud. Like I. This song and the other song she released, I was like, oh, I'm going to love this album. So I pre-ordered it. I got it in the mail, sat down and put it on the turntable. And I was severely disappointed. It's oh, it's not terrible. I wouldn't say it's a bad album, but it doesn't it doesn't kill it like these two songs did. This one and whatever the other one was that I can't oh, think of right um, now. Girl? No, good girls. Um, no, I, I remember the hell it is. Uh, it's gonna bother me now but the song i listened to tons of uh, like it was on my summer playlist like i was just jamming this well, it's, all it's, summer. It's so, uh, good, to be, to be so good yeah and, yeah and lizzo is, is just she just seems like so like so awesome and it's like her like whole vibe is like unapologetically herself yep. so, yeah she's you, amazing you, you have to respect that and i I, I generally like like well, I guess her. I haven't really listened to her whole whole like albums, but her like hits that are on the radio, I I tend to like ha- enjoy most of them. So and this is like no exception to that rule. Like, I, I definitely enjoy the song too. Fun fact about Lizzo: Did you know that she's also an accomplished flautist as well? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't she get to like? I, forget, I saw a story where she got to play a flute that was like has never been played before. I forget yeah. whose flute it was. <laughs> um, however, it was a flute that was like it's it was like super super old, and yeah. she was the first person to ever play it. Yeah, I, f- and, I forget whose it was as well. But yeah, I think the the disappointing part about that album too also is because I love you. Her first album, amazing album, like almost perfect. Almost like there's there's a few duds on it, but. Like this album, there was only like two or three songs I liked. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, kind of a disappointment. Uh, so it was apparently James Madison's 200 year old crystal flute. A crystal flute? Okay, obviously, beat me to it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shakuna, you got you got some hip hop coming up here. What you, what you got for us, buddy? You know, I, I feel like my uh, my top 10 this year has kind of gone a little bit all over the place uh, stylistically. And this one is just. Mm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something a tiny bit because uh, I'm gonna be gushing about this album for probably for months to come. Uh, this is definitely making my top ten this year in terms of albums. Uh, it is the Danger Mouse Black Thought Project uh, cheat codes, uh, and this is a song that they, they did with ASAP Rocky and Run the Jewels and a song called Strangers, and it's just ridiculous. You gotta give it a listen. Here we go. Uh... Oh my god, like 
if you could imagine like some of the best producers in the world meeting with some of the best MCs in the world, that's exactly what this album is w without yeah. a doubt. Um, and just like with the, uh, the artist that we were talking about not too long ago, uh, proper, this album really scratches a lot of political itches as well because run the jewels is on it. Uh, and one of the, although I didn't get a chance to play it, uh, in the clip here, although I highly recommend everyone go and give it a listen. There is an amazing line from killer Mike in here that says, I'm going to pop you with the same pistol that they popped Reagan with. And it's just cold fucking blooded it's just like i hear it every time like and my brain just explodes i'm like you did not just fucking say that did you holy shit it is uh, a really good album the whole album it, i got into it because of you oh it is so good um, is that better too it is <laughs> so the, the one thing that, that that i will say about uh danger mouse is that he's kind of he's critically underrated in terms of a produce as being a producer and Black Thought also has been critically underrated as an MC for the longest time. But I think the hip hop community is starting to wake up to him as being kind of a contender for having that crown of being like a, just a brilliant gifted MC um, because he is honestly uh, don't don't let him just sitting in that gilded cage for Jimmy Kimmel fool you guys. The, the guy is a dynamo of a talent and honestly deserves a hell of a lot more respect than he gets. <laughs> Which draw a cage. A gilded cage, yes. A gilded cage. A gilded cage, yes. That I, I said Ooh. that. I said that. You said it. That's because that's what a lot of people wrote him off at. They're like, oh, you're just Jimmy Kimmel's hype man. They're like all you do is you just kind of sit there and just you know dance dance for the man. It's like no, dude. Black Thought's got a lot to say, man. If you, and if you go back into his catalog and listen to some of the stuff that he did with the Roots, and then some of the stuff that he does in terms of like his own side project stuff, the man has some thoughts. Mm. And I mean, it, he doesn't. It's not called Black Thought for you know for any other reason, but. The man's got some things in his mind that just are like demons that just come out. And it's it's insane how he puts words together. Just an absolute brilliant wordsmith. All right. Next up, we have Benny putting something pretty low on the list, in my opinion. Same. <laughs> how did um, Benny, Benny what you what you what you do here? Well, I, it's on the list, isn't it? It's top. It's at least top four. You didn't even put it in top three. <laughs> Shame on you. All right, you Benny, know, what is it? My freaking list. So. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm a killing ham. No, yeah, it's um something loud um by Jimmy E. World. I'm, I'm assuming you guys put it a, a little higher, obviously. Um, but I still have a song. Um, it was amazing to, to see live, and this band like, overall is is obviously amazing too. So play it. And I will say, I will say that I think that, like, that I, I do love this band, but I feel like, and I'll say this, that I know Shakuna is a bigger fan than I am, and I would, I, I also believe that Daniel is a bigger fan of this band than I am. Like, I'm you still would a big be fan, but I feel like both of you are bigger fans, which, which is why it went higher. Um, however, this still is a great song, and I, I, I'm assuming that both of you guys feel the same way. Yeah, I like it. It's all right. Yeah, it's not bad, eh? <laughs> Fine. I so, was in uh, the top 0.05% of Jimmy World listeners this year, according to Spotify. Oh, wow. They were my number one listen to band. They are usually in the top three. Hell yeah. Well, uh, Daniel, I believe that moves us on now to your number five, is it? No, number four. four. We're number still four, on fours. Right. 
My, my so, apologies. My number four is Paramore is back with a vengeance. I love this talking head style that they're going for in this album. I'm very excited to hear the full length. Um, it, this is why. And I love this song. Like I listen to it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, I I love Haley Williams. I love I honestly I love Paramore and uh when the last album came out and they went very synth pop, I was digging it hardcore like 80s style. Sure. And then I love this new direction. I'm hoping the whole album's like this indie like I don't know, art pop style. So honestly, I'll I, say this, Ben. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I was saying I this is another song that was I was like right there and I almost put it on, but I, I felt like I'd be not really a poser because I do like it, but I don't, I didn't like it enough to have it be in, in my top ten. Oh, um, I did. But, but <laughs> I mean, it was right there. It actually was on my list, but as I found other songs, I'm like, I, I had to put it like lower. But it was pretty damn close. Um, and I, I'm using why though. Honestly, I've been seeing this all over my freaking TikTok. All I see is Haley Williams dancing to the song. And and it's all these guys like losing their minds. Like it's all like reaction videos. Like it'll be her like dancing and like and she's wearing some little something. And then like, the guys are just the, the, the guys are just reacting to it. And it's I'm just like I I get it. I, I feel it because I think like all of us at one point have had probably had a crush on oh, it, it's uh, never changed, man. It's still oh, there. Yes. Yeah, always it's there. Always, it, it, it just—it's always there, right? But uh, yeah, it gets and it is a really catchy song. Again, I, I really fell out of Paramore like o- over the years, but I'm actually kind of excited to see the, this this album and, and and what they actually bring to the table. Because again, the song is really really good, so I'm not surprised that you had it in your top. I got I got lucky this week, and the owner of my record shop he orders stuff whenever like a few come in like mm-hmm. are available and he ordered one copy of brand new eyes and one copy of self-titled by paramore and i picked up brand new eyes because that one's going for like 60 to 70 dollars on discogs like yeah. it's not and i was like well i need that one i need to pick up the self-titled too but i feel like that's got repressed recently it did mm-hmm. uh we know the self wait oh yeah self-titled okay i'm like wait a second i'm like everything we know is falling has been out for quite some time but oh no that, that one's i've got everything now except for the self-titled right oh, nice i actually saw um What's one with the butterfly? Is, is, is that brand new eyes? Yeah, that's brand new eyes. Yeah, that's brand new so eyes. So I saw it on on Amazon for like four, it was like like for like thirty five bucks. Like, like, Did like you get it? Bucks. No, should have. <laughs> so they, that's what happened with this. Like a few came into circulation out of nowhere, and he picked up one, and that's all he could pick up. And like I got it for twenty two dollars. Oh shit! Oh, wow, uh, I got it for and- normal retail price, and. Like instantly I when I put you. it on my discogs, I was like, oh, it's I mean, it maybe not as expensive now because since the few that got out, you know how that goes. But yeah, Benjamin, don't don't walk, don't run. I just found on Amazon right now. There's 10 copies still available for twenty nine bucks. OK, you should order it. Yeah, that's a really great should. album. I'm, I'm ordering it right now because I need to have that in my collection. <laughs> so that's right, that. next. Next up, hey. we got Shakuna. Yeah, so uh, since we're talking about female singers, uh, this is another one I really want to talk about. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tease you for a little second. 
Uh, this is a song that we also listened on New Music Monday, and I still cannot stop listening to it. Uh, it's Tove and it's called Grapefruits. Give it a listen. What I see is the me, what I see is the me. One, two, grapefruit. How in my back here again? Three, four, lose more. I know my mirror's a lion. Five, six, hate this. Think that the body you're in. What I see is the me, what I see is the me. So. In, uh, in my opinion, Tovlo has been one of those female artists that kind of fell off uh, for a few years. I don't know if she was just kind of like went to go back to reinvent her sound. Um, but uh, in terms of like indie pop artists and especially female fronted indie pop artists, you know, the similar of like uh, your Lords, your Billie Eilish's. I feel like um, that Tovlo has not been part of that conversation in terms of, of good, solid female empowering music. And uh, she should be because I agree. This, song, this song is one of those songs that uh, has a very subtle undertone. But if you dig deep into the lyrics, it, it really talks about body dysmorphia and not feeling who you are inside of your own skin. Um, and the idea of like the whole like, the concept of a grapefruit is it, most people would eat grapefruits to lose weight because of the, the acidic quality of it, stuff like that. Um, so she basically talked, <laughs> no seriously like you got real like, science about that i did yeah it's i i really i really dug deep in the lyrics on this song and um so anyways yeah it, it really deals with the, the ideas of body dysmorphia and just not liking who you are in your own skin uh and i feel like it's uh you know a song for people that are dealing with that type of affliction and knowing like they're not alone in that struggle um and i feel like it's it's a really it's a powerful positive song that i hope gets a lot more attention in the mainstream um, because I think Tovlo totally deserves it. And uh, like I said, I can't stop listening to this track and I hope her next mm -hmm. album is going to be really, really good. I think it's coming out soon uh, and I, I can't wait to listen to it. It is a good song. I remember this. Yeah. All right. Next up we have Benjamin. Um, you picked uh, I knew one of their songs were going to be on your list. So, okay. So just before you get to that, I went ahead and ordered the album too. Good, good. You need to. Good, it's a good album. You guys are the worst uh, influence on me. Uh, no, us never, never. Um. So, yeah. So, like, brand new eyes will be my, my position. Hopefully, by the end of this month. Um, Hell yeah. But um. So, I mean, this band, um, along with another band on my on my top three, um, definitely, I I, I got into. Um, probably mostly because of like Sassar Invest and just like just really really loving their vibe and I believe this I don't know if this this song is on I think this is one of the one of the singles, um, but yeah it's a uh, it's Magnolia Park, so you can go ahead and play it. All right, cool. And I, we talked about length of we, we we hope that like they have been bringing more energy to their to the songs and to their albums. And I, I believe this kind of like went in that direction. I mean, at, at least in my opinion. Um, and I mean, I'm su I'm super like into this band. I I know that um, I think you guys are too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I I'm super excited. To hopefully, see them like next like next year. Well, we'll see them next year at when we were young. Um, but also having like their like I think they're I think it's their first headlining tour, um, which is super awesome for them. Um, 
and it's gonna be the shout at the shelter like where we're like, around. So that's gonna be a pretty like small, intimate um like, like show if we can go. Um, but I mean, I love the song. <laughs> and, uh, go, don't you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till the last minute. Like, I, it's, it's not gonna be a huge deal if I, if we if I can't go. Um, but... I don't see it filling out honestly. But and that's you know that's not necessarily a bad thing either. I mean, the they're somewhat of a relatively new band. I think they're gonna still have a little bit of time to kind of start getting their their feet underneath them in, in sure. terms of like, having a, a presence. But man, I hope nothing but the best for this band because I really do feel. Like, especially considering, um, you know, just racially how diverse the band is. Yes. Um, I, I feel like they're a, a well-needed uh, voice in, in pop punk. Uh, and, I, and I think we need to see more representation and diversity in the in the genre for sure. It, this so year has been solid for that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Willow is still killing it in her own sense. Um, proper. This band, oh God, was... There's just a lot of great music coming out. Kenny Hoopla. Yeah. So, yeah. Keep so it up. Actually, like, I forget what the, singer, the lead singer's name is. Uh, is it it's a J? Is it, is it just, just Justin or jo- Jordan? I, I forget what his I name is. He, it's, he, I think actually it's released, he actually released uh, some, like, something singles uh, stuff um, like, just, just recently, too. And it actually is pretty good. Like, it's a, I'm actually a huge fan of it. So, I mean, it's, it's basically like, like Magnolia Park, um, it, it's pretty similar to like the like his band sound, but it's it's still pretty good. So, but yeah, let's move on. I think it's a uh, is it Shakuna who's next or is it Dan who's next? No, it'd be it'd be Danny Boy. So, All right, uh, I got a spiel here. I got a spiel. Uh oh, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Go on. Okay, so I grew up in a house where my mom was institutionalized constantly, and I had to raise my brother, and. I went to therapy for the first time in a couple, like in my life in the past year. Like I did okay, online therapy. I have no idea what you were going to say there. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how you knew. Um, <laughs> my bad. So a lot of stuff I'm dealing with is me having so much responsibility at such an early age. I was raising my brother at like 10, like making sure he was wow. ready for school and stuff. And like I took on way too much. And like it's something I'm dealing with. So when the movie Encanto came out, this song made me cry. And this song also has been in my head all year. I still listen to it. Like, it's weird that I listen to a Disney song so much. But this song moves me and I feel it in my bones. And it's important to me. And that's why it's my number three. This is Jessica Darrow and Surface Pressure. Like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop. Whoa. Like I sing this song like I sing emo songs, like I scream it in my car. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so funny uh note there uh daniel um so i've watched Encanto more times than i care to mention because i have a, a, a toddler of course uh, yeah uh she also loves this song a lot too which kind of makes me a little bit scared uh in terms of like her <laughs> mental <laughs> condition down the pipeline <laughs> but uh hopefully it's just because the, the beat's catchy um, sure. the beat is like, very catchy the lyrics are incredible that movie just it's Disney a great movie. killing it, it or Pixar, whoever's doing these, 
It's Disney. This is this Disney. is yeah. This isn't Pixar. It's strictly Disney. Um, this is honestly the only Disney movie I've seen in the past. I'd argue decade that I actually enjoyed a lot. So okay. much to the point where like I watch it now, and uh, I don't get bored of it. Uh, and not to spoil anything because I'm gonna guess Benny that you haven't seen it. Oh, I have. Oh, you have. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, I was gonna say I'm like, I have. Okay, yeah. The uh, the ending of it, fucking just tears yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what i don't know what it is about that moment where antonio just gives the doorknob to uh to mirabelle but every time i hear it, i'm just i'm like fuck i need a, i need a kleenex or something i i it, hey, someone hey. chopping onions in here who the hell is <laughs> chopping fucking onions in here i yeah, saw a uh, review that talked about our generation is yeah. hit so hard by this movie because we lived through some weird traumas growing up like identities and weird trauma no way <laughs> That's wild. No, I, I have seen it before. I think my wife and I saw it in theaters. Um, but what movie? This is kind of like a little, little bit off off topic, but sure. Uh, Coco. Coco um, was great. So we cried like into like well into the credits. Uh, I couldn't stop sobbing. Um, at the end of Coco, like I I could <laughs> not stop sobbing. Um, Coco is like, a wonderful whole, movie. It's it really is so good. Um, I haven't ever watched because I had to be in a good like mental capacity to actually <laughs> want, want to put myself through that because you know that it's emotionally a lot. Yeah, um, I feel like you also kind of have to be in a pretty decent mental state to watch yeah. in Congo too. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like I asked the kids when they came, like I I was alone for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like wife went away, kids were gone. I watched the movie, and then I watched the movie two more times the next day. And then they all came home, and I was like, "What did you?" Because they went to their dads, and I was like, "What did you think of Encanto?" And they're like, eh, "It was fine," and I was blown away. And still to this day, I think I've watched that movie this year like maybe twenty times by myself because no one else cares about it. <laughs> uh, I I think I've gotten you beat. I'm, I've at least watched that at least fifty times already. But once again, it's because top. Yeah, you have here. a. T- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm just glad it's not fucking Frozen because I I feel like I'm glad I kind of missed the Frozen train. Uh, and now it's strictly just kind of in content, which I am more than fine. See, with. I never really, I know we'll kind of get into like into the we- Disney weeds here a little bit, but I never really we are got into that movie. Like, I, I, I didn't really get into that movie, like Frozen. I mean, it wasn't all. for us, Benny. <laughs> no, it, I know, yeah, it, but I, I, I guess so. That's true. Yeah. All right. Anyways, all right, moving on. Up, we're, we're into our final. Wait, no, we're, still, we're still on fours, aren't we? No, wait. No, three. that was my number three. Right. This is your your number three. three. That's right. So this is uh, before we get into the number two. So this is my number three. Uh, This is a band that I love undeniably a whole lot. Uh, More sometimes. Well, no, definitely not more than Jimmy World. I was about to say more than Jimmy World. That's not true. Uh, But still love this band to death. Uh, They are releasing a brand new record uh, next year, but they just released an EP this year with uh, four or five songs on it. Uh, The album's called Silver Line. Uh, this is the uh, the title, or not the title track, but this is the uh, the big single they're trying to push out of it, and it's called Two Graves. It's, uh, it's so good. Give it a listen. Okay. Oh, just so freaking high energy in that song. Uh, and it's not played in the clip, but they have, there's a refrain that exists in the song, uh, which is kind of poignant if you really think about it. Uh, and it's uh, the, the line is, 
if you want revenge, you should dig two graves, Ooh. which feels it almost kind of feels like kind of almost Kohe and Cambria ish a tiny mm. bit in terms of it, if it's designed. But uh, it's it's also got like a very I wouldn't say positive message necessarily, but just kind of like a, something to think twice about. Because like, listen, if you're really trying to take yourself take someone down, you might as well dig another grave for yourself because no one wins when you're trying to enact revenge. Right. That's the reason yeah. why you should do graves. Um, and towards the end of the song. So they repeat that refrain a few times. And then Stephen Christian, the, the the lead singer of the band, keeps on saying, just, you should never, ever, ever. And then like you just hear the, the crashing of the cymbals, the bass drum, and just just this grungy, just kind of distorted guitar rhythm in the background. And it just mm. it just fucking hits. It's it's so good. Um, and it feels very much like a, a renaissance slash almost rebirth for Anne Berlin. And uh, I'm really excited to see what their full-length uh, LP is going to sound like. That's how Again, I felt about Avril Lavigne. Right. <laughs> so don't you you were uh, kind of pushing us on not only pushing us, but you were highly recommending us to get the album when it got for when it was first released. I remember you you you, you threw it in the chat. Like it was like, it was one of those like 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 chat like uh, like album. Did it come that, out? Oh no 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 no. We I was uh, talking about cities that which oh, is an older, which is an older album. Never mind. Well, yeah, which, <laughs> which also is a fantastic fucking record. And uh, spoiler alert, we are going to review it at some point in time. I'm making it a mission of mine um, because mm. that album is I, I'm you just have to listen to it. It's it's really, really good. That brings me back to like not knowing a lot about that band. So obviously mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about some other. No. Say we do never take friendship personal. That's the one album I know really well. So, yeah. so cities came out album. Right? so cities there is their third album their, stu- their okay. third studio album and it is uh, not saying that never take friendship personal is not a bad album because it's very 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 no, good it's a great album <laughs> it is uh but i think cities has a slight edge over it and we'll we'll definitely talk about it uh okay. down line. but yeah cool, it's, man god i love that album so much anyways but yeah uh two great next up we have benjamin and it is uh our boys hot mulligan drink milk and run yes sir I said, no, it's not just a little different. At this point, I hope my child wife ever have any children shining. Thinks me nothing So I've grown to, I wouldn't say be obsessed with this band, but I really, <laughs> you can. You but can't I say feel it. like I, I feel like I am. Um, I've listened to. Like so, I I bought their like that the EP. I think they think you um had some at your store, uh, Dan. Um, yeah. And then I, I I bought that one, and then I bought the acoustic like one and two. Um, and I think the first time I heard this song was I think on the like the like the acoustic um the the, the acoustic EP. Um, and then when I heard like this song, like the actual like. Like, like like real song and um, like the, the real version of it i was like holy fucking shit uh and i i, I love this band i love a song i mean i am like super super pumped um to like, like to see them like next year as well like they're gonna be on like the top of the list like, like it's gonna be hard for me to like and i because they're like a, like a lower on like the I guess on a list of uh, bands that are, are going to women young they're probably gonna be easier to to see um, uh, i think um, fingers crossed. Was, yeah. well i don't know because they're like they're like they're like logos they're blowing like small. up mm-hmm. but they're, they're really small, a lot so. of attention right now 
I know. So, and they have the, yeah, the whole, um, what is it called? The whole like Midwest uh, like, emo uh, is definitely like, exploding a, a lot now. Um, and I'm I'm all, all for it. I kind of wish I would have gotten into them earlier just because their albums are really kind of hard to come by. Yeah, and um, I beat myself up every day that I've seen You'll Be Fine in the Wild at Found Sound back when it came out. And I didn't pick it up because I was like, oh, that's good. I like that album, but eh. I'm going to spend money on something else. And now you can't find that album. And that I want that album. I want yeah. that album, you guys. I want that album. And, and I, I was so mad. So I, you know, I think it's called Pilot. It's their, it's their other, it's other full length. That sounds um, right. And I saw it on Discogs for a pretty reasonable price. And I had it in like my, like my, like my, like my, my, my like cart. Um, and then I went to go into my Discogs today and it was gone. I'm like, damn it. I mean, just sold. So, I mean, Again, it's hopefully I don't think that it will get repressed at some point. Um, I think it's been repressed a bunch of times, um, but I mean, I can like live with not having it for now. So yeah. I, and like and who knows if there were like there be any like re- represses in in the future. But well, sure. I think they will just because they are like blowing up more. I, I can I can see them doing more represses. But um, the song though, like it was like a it, it was an easy like, like top three for me. For sure, and easy. It's a great out. What the EP, the one with Mark Hoppus or featuring Mark Hoppus on that whole EP is awesome. But they're a band that has gotten deeper into my skin every year. Like I've I've liked them since it came. The one album came out in 2020, but every year I just like them more and more. I love the way he sings. Ugh. Yeah, the raspiness, and I I just say, like, oh, I just it, 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 it gets me so like so so, so, so jazzed. I I just I, I cannot wait. And I think they had like a, a tour, like oh, not a tour, but like a, a big like a like Hot Mulligan and Friends like like festival in Pontiac like Ooh. this month. But it was like I think I think it sold out like in, in like, a, like a couple minutes. It, it was like, super super quick. It, it sold out. Um, and it was like them and like like nine other bands. It, it was something. It was something like ridiculous. Um, but it was like a holiday, like a holiday ish show. Um, okay. I forget what I forget what it was called, but uh, yeah, I I kind of regret. Like not like buying a ticket for that, but I think well, at obviously. the time, I think I think at the time though, like I only really knew. I think even like now, I only really know like 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 them. Like it was like it was, and I guess like spending a whole day, um, with like Worth fans. It. That, I I I guess it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you have a womp womp. Uh, oh, you you do you want to womp up? I got you. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful. My song, my my number two song. This will be this album will be on my next year's favorite albums. I'm going to tell you right now. I've liked every single they've dropped. I love this band. They've always been in my top five. I'm obsessed with them. It is the Gorillas, and this song is Cracker Island featuring Thundercat, who's also amazing. On Cracker Island. So good. So good. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, Gorillas have always been very, very consistent in terms of their albums. Um, my only criticism of Gorillas, it, and it's a minor one, mind you, uh, is um i feel like 
sometimes they have a hard time distinguishing their their uh their style like is that a granted, problem no it's it's not necessarily a problem it um the, so just to illustrate my point like plastic beach sounds nothing like demon days i know um, and that's a great thing <laughs> no I'm, I'm not saying that's okay. not i'm not saying that's not a good thing it just sometimes I feel like there has to be a commonality that exists within the band to help bridge those gaps between between uh, full lengths. Well, Murdoch wasn't in the band during crack or during Plastic Beach. Oh, was Murdoch, that the game? Yeah, the, the the they switch out these fake characters and do things like storyline wise. Got it. <clears throat> that well, was more I, of a two okay. D noodles joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your tongue, Shakuna. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm, oh I'm, man! I never said I was a gorilla's aficionado, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure not, but uh, I took. I know, I know Danny Boy is it? I took my daughter to this little store in Royal Oak. I think it's called Yum Yum or Ha Ha or something like that. Ha-ha. It's a Japanese toy store kind of thing. <laughs> and sure. while she was looking around, I was looking at statues. And of course, they have really cool, like big. Not was that Brand Dooney or Dunny D U N N Y or. You know oh, you the like much- rabbit-looking statues you find in comic book shops. Oh yeah, and you can like paint them whatever you want. Yeah, well, Those the same money. company does like they have money. giant gorillas ones. Yeah, and they also have little blind boxes. And I want, I was like, oh my god, I, I don't need a blind box addiction, <laughs> but I want every single one of them. Oh, that's awesome. Is it well, uh, gentlemen? We we've reached now. No, you're number two. Oh, you're right. I would say we we haven't reached our number ones yet. My bad. Okay. So this is uh, my number two. Uh, you can probably guess what it is, or maybe you don't, uh, because y'all know that I'm a diehard Jimmy Eat World fan, and uh, I can't get enough of anything that they put out, with the exception of their their newest single. I'm not a big fan of, but that, that's it's fine. all right. It's it's fine. It's fine. Listen, they're they're entitled to a dud once in a while. The remix is fun though. The remix is definitely fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this didn't make my number one. It's my number two. That shocked uh, me, by the way. I, I'm sure it did. And I'll explain my number one when we get to it. But anyways, this is uh, Jimmy World with Something Loud. So, yeah, um, it was a toss up between uh, this and my number one. And I kept on going back and forth. I'm like, do I really just kind of give the game away and just say Jimmy World's my number one? Because I feel like I'm just I'm I'm playing too uh too much my own my own weaknesses in in terms of my my Man boy. <laughs> I thought yeah, for I'm, sure it'd be not, it'd be number one. I'm Vito, I'm legitimately shocked. <laughs> yeah, I was Vito shocked it wasn't both of your number ones. Damn. Uh. So yeah, but uh, I absolutely adore that song, and uh, I love the fact too that they're kind of embracing like this kind of like. 80s rock kind of anthem ish with with this uh with this record or at least with this single in particular and i'm hoping that same kind of energy and vibe exists with the rest of the record uh which by the way jimmy world if you're listening to this which we all know that you are because you're diehard fans of the b-side ourselves podcast uh release the fucking album already please i give us a date yeah Please, I to... give me the name of the album. I just want it in my life. Please give it to me. Thank so, you. So I was into, uh, like, uh, I think it was uh, like, Sarah Sam. I think it was, I don't know if it was like either the Alt Nation, but they were they were there and they interviewed Jimmy Eat World. And I, I don't know if you heard, uh, if you heard this interview. Yeah, I did. Uh, it was on Pop Rock, actually. Yeah, it was Pop Rock. What did they say? So, I didn't. What did they say? Well, I, well, 
they kind of like left it open, like that they didn't really give a yes or no answer to a new album coming. They're like, oh well, oh come on. It, a part of me singles, feels like that's a, a part of me feels like that's just the label telling them that they can't by design. Yeah, I, that's what I was figuring too. They're building a pipe. They're they're it's they're not going to not release a record. It's going to happen. I'm gonna I get think, mad if Fall Out Boy drops their new album before Jimmy World at this point, <laughs> right? I I think that Jimmy World is uh, uh uh dedicated enough to their fan base, and maybe this is just from my perception of being a super fan. Uh, I think they're dedicated enough to their their fan base to say like when they're actually going to call it quits. Um, yeah, and I think they'll do like a huge farewell tour. They'll they'll do like multi multi nights in certain cities where they'll play like their entire discography and just do some crazy shit as like a as a final goodbye to the fans. I don't see them letting up anytime soon because they still consistently sell out uh, shows wherever they play at. Don't don't get me wrong, they don't do huge arenas, but wherever they go, um, they end up selling out wherever they go. And uh, every album has been a consistent decent seller for the label so i don't see them dropping anytime soon and even if they do and they end up going independent and just selling records that way fine they'll still i still think they'll get their sales no matter what so yeah i i think uh i think we're gonna see an album release probably within the next few months i'm surprised it wasn't this year because consistently they've done an album every two years but i think covid kind of screwed up a few things um mm-hmm. so i think we'll get an announcement very very early uh in uh, in 2023 for sure at least i hope cool. so all right, it's time for Benny's number one. one. Hold on, hold on. No. I, I got some for this. I got some for this. Hold on. Num- number one. <laughs> there, is that better? All right, Benny, go Wait. ahead and introduce it. Yeah, so, I mean, this is like, they've kind of like um, like nudged themselves into like my number one band. Like I've, so I've always kind of said that like, Take Back Sunday is like my favorite band, um, which they kind of are, but I just I feel like that just because of the live performance of Wonder Years, and I think it's been known, especially recently, and I, and this is meant to like be like, turned to like a, a shitty on um Take Back Sunday, like uh, like part of the podcast, but like they don't really sound that good live anymore. No, nope. um, and they have and probably have been for a while. I just have blinders on because I I just love the music so much, um, but. Always move on from that, <laughs> but the Wonder Years, um, they put out a great album, a, a great album, and I'll I'll be honest, I it, it's definitely gonna, it definitely made like like my like, like top albums, so it, it definitely is up there, um, mm-hmm. in, in my top ten, and the song I chose from that album is Low Tide. So I mean, love this whole like, album, and I really like love this song. Like hearing it live was, was just fantastic. And I I definitely think that like it's I I have purchased all their albums. I definitely wasn't the biggest fan of Sister Cities, but mm-hmm. this um album though, I've it definitely was. And I'm kind of like a going, going back to kind of what, what Dan said. Like I don't have Spotify, I have Apple Music, so they have. I think it's called Replay. Um, and it's basically like a copy of, or I attempt to do what what Spotify. Wait, um, wait, betting you you didn't say you said you had didn't have Spotify. You have what? What I'm was like, that? Apple Music. Ew. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna do that. Um. So 
Yeah, so I definitely like one of yours was my top artist. Like this album was like the most listened to. And probably because I played it consistently like constantly in preparation to go to that show. Um so <laughs> I, I I love this I love this band. This the song is great. It's catchy as hell, and it, it just gives me so much freaking energy. I just want to like just like like go in, go in the circle pit and, and just like and just dance in any way. But yeah, I love it. How about you guys? I'm so sad I didn't get to go to that show, but I mean, I was going to Iron Maiden the same night, and I've never yeah. seen Iron Maiden. I feel like my <laughs> chances of seeing the one or years are a lot higher than seeing Iron Maiden. Again. Probably, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm sure their days are kind of numbered in terms of uh, touring for sure. And honestly, I. And just kind of like circle back to like my, my previous like cho- uh, my previous like a uh, like, like song, they are like Hot Mulligan and One Ears are touring together, which is phenomenal. But they're not coming around here, um, because um, they just came here. Well, at least like because uh, Hot Mulligan's from the area, um, yeah. and 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 One Ears like just came here recently. So like they are going to like Ohio and Chicago and Toronto. Toronto is like the only one that I would probably. I think it's almost sold out actually. Um, but I mean, I'm not too worried about it. As Dan kind of said, like the one years are going to be around for a-, a while. I hope maybe, and I've seen them a thousand they times. Will. So I, I mean, I've seen them a thousand times. I'm more, more focused on seeing Hot Mulligan live again. Um, Cause we saw them at Sad Summerfest, but I definitely yeah. want to see them like, in like a, like a small like a venue. Um, it's different. Exactly. So for sure. All right. Daniel, it's time for your number one. Uh, my number one is Jimmy Eat World. No way. <laughs> Something loud. All right. I mean, this is definitely one of those songs. There's like four or five songs this year that I had on repeat. Like I mm-hmm. would listen to it and then just keep listening to it over and over. Mm-hmm. And this was one of them. I, God, I love this song and that's it. I just love this song and I love Jimmy World. Well, we you all picked it. it. So obviously like it all meant, it all means it's the winner of yeah, the year for us. I think so. Like overall, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the one that ended in all of our playlists. And uh, I, the one thing I really love about this song more than anything else is that it has um, what I call stadium appeal, right? Yep. It, it's something that the same thing. Yeah. It's it's something you can you can give out to an audience to let them just kind of sing it back to you, and everyone can like kind of feel a part of it, right? Um, and and the song kind of echoes that back as well. Like, do you feel part of something loud, right? Um, I don't know. It it feels like this could be if it's marketed correctly and it's played in the right places. I think this could be a rival to like. Uh, like I don't know, we'll say like Bleed American or um, Sweetness or or something along those lines, where it has that same kind of staying power. Um, I don't know. I I think it's honestly probably one of their better written songs in in the, probably the past like four or five years. Um, it's it's mm, Chef's Kiss. It's so good. Anyways, it's time for Shakuna's. No, I am so, I am so curious. What song is this going to be? Oh, wait, you haven't seen the playlist, have you? Okay. So this is, yeah, this will probably come as a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, Once again, me being the diehard Jimmy World fan that I am, there was was a band that captured my attention 
and my surprise, uh, realistically speaking, towards the back end of this year. Um, and I can't stop listening to this record. It will also end up in my top 10 for sure. Uh, I don't know where it's going to fall um, as oh. of right now because I haven't compiled it yet. I'm shocked that I didn't have oh, any God. songs in my playlist. I wonder if it'll be in my top 10 as well. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. Um, um, it is The Wonder Years, uh, their album, The Hunt Goes On Forever. <laughs> Um, I I was gonna put Low Tide in there, but I thought that was a little too much, like a nail on the head, um, just because I could not stop listening to that song the second I heard it. Um, mm. But I remember after listening to the album all the way through and and listening to it multiple times uh, in in full transparency, there's a song that stuck out to me even more than Low Tide, mm. and I don't know why, but just something about the chorus of it, the way that it's built, just feels. Oh shit! I, I gave it away because I had the volume down. Fuck. Anyways, <laughs> just kind of kind of gave it away. Um, but it's uh, the song called "Oldest Daughter," and it's just. Mm. Oh, so, so good. good. It's so just good. so much raw fucking energy in that song that just it's so good, especially like uh, I forget what the lyrics are, but it's like it's like and I like the fucker up and I'm like, oh, OK. All right, buddy. Let, let, let's let's talk about this for a second. Just let, let's chill out for a moment, huh? Um, That whole album start to finish is, is just a work of art. Um, And that song, I don't know why, but the first time I heard it, I was like just blown away by that chorus. Mm. And um, yeah, I I couldn't stop listening to it. It, it made every playlist I could possibly think of for the, probably the since I heard the album. The, you know, so I am so like shook in, in in the best possible way that you that that like took the spot away from Jimmy or like, that's it, yeah. it's, it totally blows my mind just because like that you weren't like you didn't you weren't really I guess like aware of the Wonder Years like, as much as you are now. So it kind of yeah. like. It speaks to like them and the power of their music uh, because it kind of took, took your top spot, which is phenomenal. And sure. I love that song too. It, it's so good. So here's the surprising thing. Uh, I actually went back and listened to a few of their uh, earlier albums to kind of get like a, a grasp and see if like I could find stuff I could connect with as much as I've sure. connected with The Hum Goes On Forever. And I'll be honest with you, uh, not much really landed for me. Uh, there, there are songs, Yeah, there are songs that, that hit, but as a, as a core concept album, I can't say the same thing. I, I just can't. And um, see, and I, that could be a whole that could be a whole conversation oh, sure. <laughs> for, without, another, without... for another day. Um, because I, I know I definitely have some some words against what you just fucking said. Um, oh, that's fine. Listen, we, we can we can take it out in the parking lot, man. I don't, I don't give a shit. No, well, I mean, but again, it, it's all subjective, right? Like that's all like, art and music is is subjective. So like, yeah, if, you, sure. if you if you don't if you don't feel connected to it, like that's that's totally fine. Like, I definitely felt like super connected to like a lot of the younger. Like, like like albums because like I grew up with them like sure. I literally like, like I I was like there when like they were like before upsides came out and then mm-hmm. I got huge in upsides and then suburbia and then generation and then uh and then everything after that and again I did did, did did fall off obviously at sister cities but I mean I definitely commend you for like, enjoying hum the way you did and because it, yeah. it definitely is phenomenal. Yeah, you didn't like I, Suburbia. Uh, that album's they're, amazing. They're song, there are songs it's I amazing. like on it, but I don't know if I like the whole album. It's probably like 
Hum it's my Pugsy. second favorite. Hum's first I, right now. I was just going to say the same thing, Dan. Yeah, I think they've I really grown as a band, and they just keep getting better. Yep, I agree. Yeah, well, like I said, this, this album uh, really, really grasped me uh, in in a very in a very deep way, and I think there's a lot that I connected to it on this album, and that song in particular just feels like it just it just, it just hits in, in the in the right spots. So yeah, I love it. Really, really, really love that song. So we did it. That was Yay, our each top it. ten. That's thirty songs for you listeners. Well, actually, twenty eight since we had Jimmy World oh. on three times. Yeah, but. that's true. <laughs> But besides that, it's a solid list of great songs. And if you haven't heard any of those, check them out this year. Absolutely. And so, uh, Benny, where can we find you on the Internet? I'm sorry, Daniel, where can I find you on the Internet? Uh Ecto Cooler Ghost. (laughs) Everywhere. Everywhere Everywhere you want to be. Yeah. Benny, where can we find you on the Internet? Uh, Benny um, and the Wax. Um, Everywhere online that you are. Rather be on the Twitter machine, the TikToks, the Instagrammies. This is why Benny Instagram-y. can't go after me because he wins me up. <laughs> Any one of those. Um, I'll, be, I'll be there for you. You can also find Ecto Cooler Ghosts and Benny and the Wax on their new show on uh, Twitch. Streaming Shut every up, Friday night. <laughs> mouth. You can find me, the Big Shakuna, everywhere on the internet as well, including Twitch, where I stream every Wednesday and Friday night, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Watch me play video games badly. If you know that's something you're into, I don't know. Uh, and uh, also, as a quick reminder, make sure to go to BesideOurselves.com for all of our links, as well as this playlist, so you can check out all the songs that we uh, put into our top 10 this year, and uh, check out our other stuff like our merch and our and our Discord and and all the other stuff. So. Uh, yeah, and if you have up. any other albums that you think that we should know about that came out this year, please feel free to reach out to us on our Instagrams or anything. Just message us, maybe on Discord. I don't know how that works. But I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you both how to use it eventually. Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, yeah. I think it's time. Hold on. Oh damn it. I'll edit is, that. is it time yet? <laughs> I didn't have the thing up. I think <laughs> it's wah, wah, wah. gentlemen. Wah. Yeah, what? What? I think it's time to flip the record over.